It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. A late rally, so close. Auburn goes one and done in the SEC tournament. This is happening in Auburn, Alabama. We're a football school, but we're also an everything school. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby. Thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. Maybe today your second listen. Welcome on into the Henry Service Company postgame show. Daryl Dapper is joining me, as he does after every Auburn basketball game. And mixed feelings about this one, Daryl. Um, looking at the stats and really how they played with the effort that they played in the first half, they shouldn't have been in this one at all. And they actually drew up a good play at the end where it's like, oh, you know, maybe, maybe uh, if you do that a few more times throughout the season, it kind of ends a different way. Yeah, this was a uh, definitely a, a really schizophrenic basketball game. I, I'll be honest, I didn't like the matchup going in. I just didn't. I felt like Arkansas was very dangerous. They were a tough matchup for Auburn. I don't care that Auburn beat them earlier in the in the season. Uh, they did that without Nick Smith. Look how big Nick Smith ended up being. Hit that shot that put him up right. one with 16 seconds. Um, they're not a normal 10 seed. Uh, I didn't like the fact they weren't playing good down the stretch. I felt like they were going to, you know, it was just a, a matter of time from an odd standpoint. All that being said, Auburn slept walk through the first, you know, 35 minutes of this basketball game. The rebounding uh, differentials unacceptable. That's effort. That's hustle. You can't get out rebounded by 16. Um, again, free throws, a little bit of a bugaboo, under 70%. If you hit a few more free throws, look how different this game could be. Right. Defensively, I felt like Auburn gave up way too many layups and dunks. I saw a stat at one point during the game where Arkansas was 17 of 17 from dunks and re and uh, layups and 6 of 19 from everywhere else. So, you know, all those things are just not winning basketball. That being said, they absolutely battled back, showed incredible resolve and heart to take a one-point lead late. Uh, it's not about not closing when you have to come all the way back like that and you're down 15. It looked like this game was going to get away from them. Yeah. So credit them for coming all the way back and uh, just not being able to finish. I, I just I don't know. They they to me they waited too late to start playing with the intensity and effort and energy they did with the last six minutes. The rebounding and getting pushed around, Daryl's concerning. I think it I is. Think it's, I mean, it's a mentality thing. It's a mentality and. Ugh. When you're okay, just getting pushed around, it doesn't really like, doesn't really hurt your feelings, doesn't really kind of like make you, you know, fight back um, down low anyway. I, I think that's concerning. And, you know, we've seen different versions of Janai Broom. We've seen different versions of Dylan Cardwell. But, um, you know, you, you got them just kind of giving up, you know, do -si do type attacks to the basket. Then you've got Chris Moore just willing to like give up his body and just bleed all over the place, you know, just to just to you know have the chance to make a play. And I don't know. I, I'm more upset with this now that it's starting to sit in a little bit than than I think you are. I think that um, 
I, you know, again, I'm looking at the whole body of work. I agree. I think it's it's ridiculous that it gets to this point where, again, you start playing so late that if you could have done this earlier um, from an effort and an energy standpoint, who knows how this game would have could could have turned out. I I just felt like it was over uh, at one point, and then they come all the way back with doing some really great job from shooting, you know, three points. I again, I the the chicken or the egg argument. Arkansas shoots 65%. I mean, you're not going to, or 56%. You're not going to beat many teams letting them shoot 56% and being minus 16 on the rebound differential. Um, I'm a little bit, again, I, me and you di- kind of disagreed off the off camera on the uh, play at the end there with Wendell, and I've had a chance to go back and watch. I think it was a force. I think you just hold the ball there and look for a better, when you're when you're down one, to turn it over like that. Is is frustrating, um, you know. It's, the path it's, under the basket to Janai. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't like that play. I mean, I I, I get that it's worked earlier I mean, in the game. Don't but be late in the game. by sixteen. That like that's not that's just a yeah, routine but, play. I mean, they've done that is. a million times. And Janai's caught it, and he's gone up and scored. I mean, that's happened a million times this year. But it was forced. I think late in the game they changed. They switched well, defensively. Ninety percent of what we do on offense is forced. None of it looks natural. I just think that when you're when you're playing under 18 seconds, I'd rather have the last shot. I'm with I mean, you. I, I, I'm not disagreeing. I, 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 I hold the ball, back it out, back it out, and have the last shot, and maybe go to the free throw line to 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 you know get a couple free throws. So let's talk about Auburn's next possession, the last shot, mm-hmm. and a night where Katie Johnson is having the best game of his career, 20 points on seven of 10 shooting, and he did it in a way where he only shot the ball the ball behind the arc twice. I think he has to take the last shot. I think you have to give it to him. And clearly you don't have to because they gave it to Wendell again. But has Wendell, this isn't like a, this isn't a dig. I'm genuinely asking. Wendell's taken all these game winners. Has he ever made one? I can't recall. I I mean, I really can't. In the live chat, remind, I don't think he has. I don't think he has. But if somebody could remember of one, let me know. He's made big plays, but like, I don't think he's actually made a game winner. And I would have liked to see KD Johnson deserved it. I mean, this team, the fact that he scored 20 of the 73 points, you give him the last shot. That's frustrating. Uh, that to me, that's um, inexcusable that it keeps going down to keep Bruce keeps drawing up plays to the same dude that keeps missing shots. I'm sorry. And I remember KD Johnson hitting a big three to send a game to overtime a big three earlier in the year. So, you know, why not let him go ahead and do it at this point? He's, he was hot. He was he was your your hottest player right now, and he's done it in the past. I would think that Musselman probably, when he had his little uh, grease board over there and was drawing up a defensive play, probably anticipated Wendell taking the shot and overplayed that way. That's why all the more kick it to KD. I, I think that KD would have been open. When they broke the huddle, some people are saying they tried to get it to KD. That could be true. Uh, KD left the huddle shaking his head no. I don't think that's true. I don't think they tried to get it to KD. Bruce will be well, out in a few minutes. So yeah, and, there's only three and the seconds. Ball was, right. Sorry, the ball ahead. was in his I'm sorry, the ball was in his hands with four seconds when Bruce called the timeout, remember. KD had the ball uh with four seconds looking to take the last shot and Bruce calls the timeout and basically and, takes the ball out of his hands. And he was looking to attack the basket, which is weird to me. 
because you're down three with like four seconds if, left. If, yeah, you don't do that with four seconds. You do that with twelve seconds and get to easy two, and then call timeout and try to try to steal the inbounds. If not, you foul and hope that they start missing some free throws. A lot of things you could do differently during the game and play the what if game. But again, it's a common theme that late Auburn just doesn't make the right decisions, doesn't doesn't make the right shot selection, yeah. and and doesn't do things. I think with high basketball IQ when it's close like that. Yep, and been reminded Wendell made a layup late against Georgia last year. So that's one, not a three. I didn't ask. I know I didn't specifically ask for a three, but yeah, that's a good answer. Thank you for that information, guys. Really, really appreciate that. Um, also, would have been fine with Allen taking the shot, which I never yeah, thought he I got high. He, he got hot. He got hot today. Yeah, yeah. He did. He, he did. He got hot and got them back in the basketball game. Look, a lot of things to. Uh, I'm disappointed with the loss. Auburn could have won that basketball game. But let's be honest, people in the chat like Tiff saying, Daryl, don't justify this loss. Listen to what I'm saying. I'm not justifying a loss. This this loss shouldn't have happened if Auburn plays 40 minutes. But anybody that's watching this, this podcast on YouTube or listening to it that thinks that Auburn was going to win this basketball game when they were down 15 and Bruce Pearl called the timeout and we were getting killed on the boards – showing no defensive energy, letting Arkansas go to the basket like it's upwards basketball, that thought Auburn would have went up one with 16 seconds to go? I mean, come on. I mean, it, it, it's let's be realistic. They shouldn't have lost this game if they would have played the way they played the last six minutes, but the fact is they didn't, and that's the bigger problem, is that for the first you know, 34, they were absolutely looked disinterested to me i mean again from a rebounding standpoint a defense you cannot give away that many transition baskets that many layups and dunks but that all being said what a freaking comeback i mean seriously they showed me something and the way they got off the deck it's just don't wait so long to do it p pos is saying i believe wendell put the bama game into overtime i think bama had the ball last in regulation so i don't know if that's he may have scored before then, but like it wasn't a wasn't a game winner um, or a shot at the buzzer. But that may be true. That may be. I true. heard something. I heard something really interesting um, on talk radio today that I totally agree with. When we're talking about Auburn, you know, going forward now, that all the SEC teams that are going to get put in the NCAA tournament will probably fare better and have better success against opponents that don't know their tendencies. Arkansas and Auburn know each other really, really well. Tomorrow, you'll see Alabama and Mississippi State know each other really, really well. So when you start playing teams the second and third time, it's really hard to surprise anybody. And it, they know your tendencies. They know what you're going to do. Some of the things that may have not worked tonight because mm. of defensive switches that Arkansas was all over and some of the other things that happened may be okay in the NCAA tournament because you're not playing a you're playing an opponent that's not familiar with you. No matter how much scouting you do, it's a different deal. Uh, yeah, that's right. That's right. And Arkansas is good. I mean, Arkansas, like like you said, it's not a normal ten ten seed, so that makes you feel makes you feel a little bit better. Do you do you really? I mean, I, I want your honest opinion. You've watched this team all year, um, and I know you'll shoot straight. I don't care about lines because that's all about betting and money movement and all that. I'm talking about just pure up, straight up pure basketball. When you watch these two teams play on a neutral floor, do you think Auburn 
is three seeds better than Arkansas? No. They beat them without Nick Smith, but with Nick Smith coming back, and I look at the talent and the big guards, I honestly think that Arkansas is the more talented team and is the better basketball team. Their record doesn't show it because of what they had to go through early in the year, and I know they got into a little losing streak, but if we're going to be honest and transparent, people saying Auburn losing to worse teams in the chat is driving them crazy. They, they really didn't. They really didn't. Arkansas, who's been to two Elite Eights the last two years, um, at 8-10 and 10 of the conference, was still considered a seven seed in the NCAA tournament for a reason from people that know basketball. So in my opinion, if Auburn wins this basketball game tonight, it, they would have been, that would have been a little bit of an upset. They, they were not the better team. They didn't lose to a team that was that worse than them. You know, they're very evenly matched. I get that. They are. I mean, and the game played itself out. Yeah, I don't know how evenly matched it is, though, Daryl. Like, I mean, I, I think tonight it was, you know, if they play five times, I bet Arkansas would probably win. I'm tempted to say four of them, Daryl. They definitely well, win three. It, yeah, I think they win three. I think that a, a lot of factors go into that. But, um, you know, the 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 fact that if you play five times and you get out-rebounded by 16, yeah, <laughs> It's going to be difficult to win the basketball game if you give up that many easy dunks and layups. Absolutely. Okay, I, I got to call Kerry out because I've seen this all week and it drives me crazy. First round loss in the SEC tournament in 2018, 22, 23. Love Bruce Pearl, but doesn't seem like he gets the team prepared for the SEC tournament except for 2019. This is a dumb argument because it's not the first round. When you're a top four seed, like some of those years were, you're not playing like another team. You're playing another good team that's already played and was hot the night before. That's crap. Tonight wasn't even the first round. It was the second round. So stop that. That's, that's well, here's a false he, narrative. That, that put that, is, put that back up. You're, put you're, that leaving, back up you're leaving out a lot of context there. And like, I'm upset. I get it. But that, that's, that's just, that's a weird take that's not really correct because Auburn had, I don't think Auburn played in the first round. No, Auburn didn't play in the first round in any of those years. So get out no, of here. But he, Here's the other thing. It's not factual when you say he doesn't get his team prepared for the SEC tournament except for 2019. Totally false narrative. Bruce Pearl won three games in the SEC tournament in 2015 with, with no team. talent at all, with his yep. worst team. Three games. So, I mean, if you're going to throw out the failures, throw out the successes too. Winning three games with that team he put on the floor in 2015, uh, that, that was – Miraculous, And the irony there, Daryl and Carey, is, is I think that's one of the few years where he actually played in the first round while coaching at Auburn. So stop it. Stop it. <sighs> you know who I call when I need to fix things? And right now we need to fix a lot of things, Daryl. You know who. Who is it? Who is it? It's Henry, it's Henry Service Company. They, yeah. they, they absolutely can take care of all things. One-stop shop. Yep. Live chat, if you could get Henry Service Company to fix one thing about this basketball team, what would it be? Comment in live chat. You can call them, 334-288-2700. Seriously, if it's HVAC, if it's electrical, if it's plumbing, if it's hot water heaters, whatever it may be, they've got you covered. If you're overwhelmed because you need a lot of things done, they're a one-stop shop. Just call them. Once again, 334-288-2700. Their service, it's in their name. It's top-notch. It doesn't matter what time it is. It doesn't matter what day of the year it is. They've got you fixed. Christy wants Henry's to fix free throws. 
Um, <laughs> War Eagle Wyoming wants them to fix Carrie's take from a minute ago. Uh, David wants them to fix Chris Moore's chin. So all kinds of things. And I think Henry Service Company could do it. If any of those people called them at 334-288-2700, they would get it taken care of. Alabama license number 00021. Thank you so much to Henry Service Company for continuing this going into the postseason. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. All right, Daryl, let's talk about Jalen Williams because that was really, really frustrating. I mean, you talk about a guy that we're kind of waiting to lead this team. And he goes one of six. He makes all of his free throws. And uh, but one of six. He was one of five for like the vast majority of the night. Like that, that's just pain. That's not a good situation. Tournament time, postseason time. You got to have senior leadership. People got to step up. Katie Johnson did. Flanagan did. I felt like Broom could have played a better basketball game. I think he could have been a little more aggressive on the defensive rebounding side. I, I'm looking at trying to pull up his stats real quick. Uh, what did Broom have? He had 13 points, so he had a good second half. He got in foul trouble, sat the last five minutes of the first half. I thought Cardwell came in and gave Auburn some good energy with seven points. Bench bench scoring was good, but yeah, Broom needed to ha- give us a little bit more, I think, and so did Williams. I mean, Flanagan gave you 15, and again, I know you love him. I love him. We all love him, but we got to be fair and transparent. You cannot have your starting two guard give you donuts across the board. And again, Zepp Jasper, 11 minutes. This may no have been points. his worst game of his career. I mean, He's it's got to give you something. Give it's us five bad. points or something, you know, yeah. and I, and, and I, you know, it's just, it's not there. Oh, one, four fouls. He had a turnover in 11 minutes, minus 17. Like, yeah, that's, I mean, Zepp will tell you, like, that's not good. That's not, that's not good. Yeah. And I sense there's a lot of frustration. I get it. Uh, a lot of frustration. I think, it's ironic. I think people are more hurt by this loss because Auburn came all the way back and had a chance to win it that if they would have just kind of tuned out and uh, turned it off when they were down 15 and got beat by 15, you know. Um, I think it's th- this is this is why there's probably some people frustrating because victory was right there coming all the way back. Yeah, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Uh, and, like, you know, I think Dylan was okay. Like offensively, he had one of his more efficient games, like three of three from the floor, seven points. Like you take that from Dylan, but just what he offered on defense, like it just didn't well, really seem to be there. Both of the, both of the center. It almost seems like Daryl that they really worked on like not fouling and they didn't, they did like they overcorrected. Right. That's really kind of what it felt like to me, especially in the first half. You can't, um, I like the seven points from Cardwell, but you can't be Dylan Cardwell and be as big as you are and come in off the bench and only get one rebound, that kills you. And that's why Arkansas, look, it's very simple. When you when you have 13, 13 offensive rebounds, that gives you 13 more possessions. And I don't know how many of those possessions Arkansas scored on, but I would imagine they were over 50%. Well, take take those numbers. Just just take, if what, you wait, have 13. What, what possessions, Daryl? They had 13 offensive rebounds. That gives you an extra possession. 
So that's 13 okay. extra possessions. Let's, let's just say they scored it at seven look. of those. Let's yeah. look. See how many second chance points they had. 18. They had 18. Okay. I mean, my gosh. If you just cut that in half, nine is too many. But just give them 12 and look 18. what Auburn could do. That's crazy. I mean, that that's that's your ball game. I mean, we can look at Wep, you know, Wendell taking shots and Katie and, and Zepp not scoring and all that stuff. And and it's all matters. It's all important. It's all part of the puzzle. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, coaches look for like really, really key indicators of things that get you beat. And that one is pretty simple to put your put to circle. Yep. All right, give us your takes. Give us your thoughts. Uh, what are you expecting? Um, what are you expecting Auburn to be in the tournament? What are your thoughts for Selection Sunday? If you're not over this game yet, let's talk about it. Whatever, whatever you want. A lot of people, um, a lot of people want us to talk about Zep. Spicy Penguins really on Zep right now, and I'm like I'm just not going to slam Zep. That's just not what I'm going to do. Um, I don't know. A lot of pretty vulgar stuff tonight. So that's just, it is what it is. There's a lot of people upset right now, Daryl, and I'm with you. I'm with you. I, um, I I don't feel good going into the tournament, and that's just not a fun feeling. We're in, right? Like, there's no way we're not in. No, I, we're a 9 or a 10. Um, okay. I, pr- preferably, I don't mind sliding to that 10 spot. It really doesn't matter at that point when you get to, to this point. You know, in, in the you, you stay away from that one seat if you – look – in the NCAA tournament, this is going to sound cliche. People are going to accuse Daryl of justifying. Daryl's watched basketball for 44 years. I've seen a lot of things. If you're going to sit here and tell me you're 44. that Auburn, nope, I hadn't I hadn't watched this since birth. If you're going to sit here and tell me that Auburn doesn't have a chance to win a game or two in the NCAA tournament, it, it's just not true. They do. They mm-hmm. also have a chance to get bounced in the first round and look ugly doing it. So that's the that's the maddening part about this team is they're schizophrenic. So, I, you know, they, well, let's just see what happens. Let's see the draw Auburn gets. Certain matchups are more conducive, and we'll see. So, I'm of the mindset that this season, like, it is what it is. Like, I don't, I don't want to call it a success, but it's not this massive failure of a season everybody wants to act like it is. I think 20 wins when you've only done it a handful of times prior to this year is a big deal. But in the comments... With the context of being one and done in the SEC tournament and winning 20 wins and losing a lot of your games towards the second half of the season, how many wins does Auburn have to have in the NCAA tournament for this year to be a success? Because I've seen a few people so far say second round exit. And it's like, well, I think, I just think back, you know, to we've, we've, <laughs> We've gone live right after some heartbreaking moments this year, Daryl. Like, let's don't kid ourselves. And mm-hmm. we've also gone live after, you know, Auburn was blitzed by Georgia and blitzed even more by Kentucky. And I think if you would have told us in those moments, like that Auburn's going to win an NCAA tournament game, we would have been like, okay, all right, I, I guess that's fine. Like, that's, we'll, we'll take it. Um, is that enough? Do you just need one? Do you need, do you need two? Like, cause all of a sudden, if you're in the Sweet 16, it's like, okay, yeah, that's great. I go back to the 2003 Auburn team. This team reminds me so much of them with Marquise Daniels. They beat St. Joseph's in the first round. Then they beat somebody else in the second round and lost to Carmelo Anthony in Syracuse in the Sweet 16. Uh, so, you know, this team has the potential to do that. And that other team, that team I was talking about, 2003, only won 19 regular season games, got beat in the first round in the SEC tournament, 
everyone, Dick Vitale and all them said they shouldn't be in. And Auburn won two games in the NCAA tournament, got to the Sweet 16, and lost the eventual national champion. So Mm. that, to me, this is, I personally feel like for Daryl Daprich to feel good and not have a bad taste in his mouth about this season after it's all said and done, I feel like Auburn has to win at least one game in the NCAA tournament. If they go be great. one and if they go one and done and and finish losing their last two and finish four and eight, you know, out of their last twelve overall, yeah, I'm not going to feel I'm not going to feel real good about that. But if they can win one game in the NCAA tournament uh, and get to 21 wins and get on to the second round on that weekend, then I feel like he got the most out of this team, and then I'll be ready to set my sights on next year and, and roster reconstruction. They're all just in a tweet that said. This would have never happened if Cadillac was still the head coach. <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh, yeah. All right, so let's see. Tiff says three wins. That's I'm just telling you right now. I'd be shocked if that happened. Jack says two wins. I think that's my answer. I think two all of a sudden makes us a stellar season. AU Dale yeah. says it's a failure already. I don't even know if that makes sense. Like you're telling me if they won like four games in the tournament, it's a failure. That's a terrible mindset. Shame. Shame on you. Uh, Skillet's Garage says two. Ryan says two. Rock says one. Uh, Ryan says one. Doug says one. Tiger Fan says two. Ernest says four. Now that ain't happening. Lots of ones and twos, which I think is the correct answer. Put up Brian 9451's comment. I think it's just a great comment and offer some perspective. I know who this is. He knows basketball. He's called in the shows. Is it, you got it popped up there? No, I can't find it. It's, there it, uh, it was yeah. Well, he wrote it like a paragraph. Okay, you got it. It's it says Arkansas higher in net, favored in Vegas and higher in Ken Palm. I focus more on the net and the Ken Palm. Blessing in disguise here. Auburn will be a ten seed, and avoid a f- one seed in the second round. At least a week of rest. I'm okay with this loss. That goes back to that. I'm never okay with a loss, but I I, I respect Brian's opinion and I think he's got a good take, a very level headed take on this. That goes back to this whole narrative that Auburn choked tonight or got beat by a lesser opponent or didn't get it done. They got beat by a team that was ranked way higher than them in the net and the Ken Palm. And despite losing eight, ten games in the conference and not having a winning conference record, was predicted to be a higher seed in the NCAA tournament. So people that know basketball know this roster and know, you know, what they they're going to be a tough out in the NCAA tournament like they were the last two years if their guards play like they did so tonight. Let, let's continue on this. Let's say let's say Brian's correct and Auburn is a 10 seed. That means you play a 7 seed. Here are the 7 seeds. Northwestern, who Auburn has beaten before. Iowa, Texas A&M, and Michigan State. They won't three of the four are very very feasible because they won't match you against Texas A&M. I've watched Iowa play a lot because I can't stand their coach. You talk about one of the worst coaches, you know, as far as behavior, that Fran McCaffrey guy. But I've, so I've watched their games. I've watched Northwestern obviously, because I wanted it to increase Auburn's net ranking. And I've watched Michigan state. Izzo's always a tough out because when you get to the NCAA tournament, the the coaches that the teams that have seasoned veteran coaches are very difficult once you get into the NCAA tournament. The Izzos and those kind of guys, even if they haven't had a great year, you know, even if they've barely made the, the tournament, 
veteran coaches like that um, are tough. But I would would you feel like any of those three matchups? Throw out Texas A and M. I would. They're all Big we Ten teams. Probably throw out Northwestern too. I don't think they would play. They wouldn't put us against the team we already played, right? I would hope not. I mean, I think that from a bracketology standpoint, you know, that wouldn't be very smart. But Iowa and Michigan State are a nice matchup. I mean, I'm not saying Auburn wins those games. Don't again. I'm not saying oh slam dunk Auburn wins. I'm just saying it's a good matchup for Auburn to have a shot with style and that kind of thing. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, and, and I just I bring that up just so we can kind of know like this is kind of the caliber team we're we're expecting to. It's a great, it's a great, uh, looking in the crystal ball. That's a great point. And I think that's fun to do. And, um, again, if you're a 10 seed, that's who you'll, you'll get. And then in the second round, you avoid the one seed. And that's where that path to the sweet 16, which a lot of people would agree on here, makes Auburn's uh, season successful, gets a little easier and not have to play the one seed. Clay says, nobody's understood my point that I've been trying to make all year. And he has said this before. We are the same team as 2020 through 2021. That's the Sharif Cooper year. Oh, so close, but yet so far away. Close losses are still losses. I wish we had a Sharif Cooper on this team, like somebody that just like makes everybody around them better. Um, but yeah, I get it. I get it. It's hard to compare them, though, because that team had a losing record, and I know they had a lot of close losses, but they didn't have 21 wins, 20 wins, mm-hmm. and they didn't have Cooper and Justin They also didn't Powell. have the opportunity to because of the COVID year. Right. I mean, and they didn't have two of their starting backcourt guys uh, for the whole year. And mm-hmm. if they did, it could have been a different situation. That's right. That's right. Um, Jeff, any indication Bruce is looking for a pure, portal pure shooter? Give me some hope. Absolutely. I would be shocked if they did not bring in – more than one. They've offered shooters. a couple. They've offered a couple, including Wendell Green's high school teammate, who I think was at Brown, or I can't remember, one of the Ivy League schools, and can flat yeah. out the, shoot the lights out. The portal opens in like a week and a half, something like that, March 20th, something like that, uh, for basketball. The basketball portal does. So uh, I, I expect to kind of see some of that stuff shortly after our season ends, whether it's next weekend or the following weekend or the weekend after that. But um, yeah, yep. Uh, Tyrone says, Daryl, yeah. I know basketball too. Falburn shoots their free throws. They win the freaking game. Yep. Well, that's, a, that's a great point, but he, I guess he, that's exactly the point that I made when I was talking about watching basketball as long as I have rebounding and free throws are a big thing. I'm just saying that things like that happen through the course of a game. And I said early on, if Auburn hits if they get to 71% from the free throw line instead of 67%, remember that, Zach, early on when we were recording, I said Auburn has a chance to, to win that game. Look at those four points can make a big difference. Right. Uh, Poss says, I thought grad student portal opened. I, My understanding it's the same. I don't think there's like a grad portal and a normal transfer portal window. I think it's all the, the same. Could be wrong. Could be different for basketball, but I don't think – I don't think it is. I don't know why it would be different from sport to sport. Uh, yeah, everybody's talking about how small Auburn is. Yep, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Still, it's to me, to me, it comes down to, like, why was there no effort in the first half? And that, it's just tough to watch. It's tough to watch when it's, like, the people on Twitter and the people that travel to Nashville seem to care more than you. And it just, it hurts. 
it hurts. And, and man, there's something about like when Auburn and Arkansas play, and this is obviously the first time they've played in the SEC tournament, which is wild to me. Do you know that? I wouldn't have guessed it, that. Yeah, I, I, I went. I, that definitely is surprising, but it's just the way the matchups have been. But when Bruce and Musselman go head to head, there's a tournament vibe to it. I mean, there. So it, it was great to see, and it just felt. It felt elevated. It didn't feel like a second-round SEC tournament game. I'll tell you that. Um, and just like if you can't get up in that situation, what are we doing, Daryl? I'm getting heated again. I'm getting heated. I'm just picturing all these guys just letting a, letting a, a, a guy just drive through the basket and them not do anything about it. It's driving me crazy. I'm getting flashbacks. I just don't understand it. I don't get it. I don't get it, Daryl. It makes me upset. Two points. First of all, someone put in the chat, and I'd forgotten about this. Auburn and Arkansas played in the SEC final in 2000, uh, the the last of the Chris Porter and all those guys' years. They played in the mm. the actual ch- tournament championship in 2000, Auburn and Arkansas. That was a pretty good matchup. Then, Second, oh, go yeah, ahead. First time since 2000. Thank you. Correct. Thank you for correct. Yeah. Echo Rebel. Thank you for correcting us. And you made a point about <laughs> Auburn not caring and you know the whole first half. It's interesting to me is they, they got it to within four – had a chance to cut it to one with Flanagan's three in the air. And then what killed Auburn, in my opinion, was the first five minutes of the second half. That's when the game got away. I mean, you blinked and they were down 11. A 9-0 run, you know, they got it to nine and then it was 11. It was like steal three, steal layup. So that that first five minutes of the second half is where that basketball game was lost. Mm. Yeah, you just never could really crawl out of it, which is a shame. Well, you uh, did. You did. You got a one-point lead with 16 seconds. So, in my opinion, that's coming all the way back. I mean, it is. You, you took you took the lead with 16 seconds and then couldn't get a defensive stop, which Yeah, I mean, you. we're, we're going to argue over semantics here, but it's like, you know, you trailed 15. You took the lead at one point, but like, you still lost. But, yeah, I, I, right. I, it's, it's semantics, but sure. I, I yeah. totally get what you're saying. John says... KD will carry us in the tournament. If they okay. let him. If they let him. Oh, wow. If they let him. Wow. If they stu- yeah, I mean that that needs to happen. I mean, I think that he um needs to come off the bench. Well, really, he's a two guard. Well, that's great. And you're, get, yeah, and sure. you're getting you're right. not getting offensive input. Now in the NCAA tournament, you better guard and defend and stop their best guard and Zepp's big there. But KD needs to come off the bench rather quickly where scoring is at a premium in the NCAA tournament, and maybe that's exactly what the doctor ordered, but they need to let him eat. Hey, shout-out to Dontrell. He's been chatting and being a super respectful Arkansas guy in the live chat. Good game, and uh, I don't like your coach, but I like you, Dontrell. So thanks for stopping by. Really cool of you. Uh, <laughs> Oregon, Wyoming, you kill me. You kill me. All right, Brian said something else. Let's see. Anytime Auburn makes a tournament, it cannot be considered a disappointing year. Do we want more? Sure. But it's a tournament team, guys. Man, Hmm. Brian, with all the perspective in the world, just coming in, comment after comment tonight, Daryl. I wonder if, I'm not assuming here, and anybody in this chat do not take this as a shot. Like Some of these people are very sensitive and in their feelings tonight, and I get it. So this is not that, okay? But I, I'm really curious if we did a cross-section of the people that, that were in this chat, how many of them were there for the Jeff Lebo, Tony Barbie years? And when you were, you gain a little perspective on a 20-win season and an NCAA tournament bend 
bid being so soul crushing as some of these have in the chat. I mean, I, I think I get it. The, the bar has been raised. We don't want to settle. But I also think if you look at blue bloods, there are a lot of blue bloods out there in college basketball. Kansas has had really disappointing years. UCLA, Kentucky got beat by a bunch of freaking peacocks last year in the tournament. So, it, you know, it, you're not going to every year and it's going it, to, it's, it's cyclical. But the, the point is you want to still be dancing and not left out of the tournament. And the Kansas and the Kentuckys and some of those, they're there every year. They, sometimes they get beat in the first round, but they're there every year. And someone like North Carolina, who's a really true blue, I don't know what the Virginia score is right now because we got on the air, but if North Carolina lost to Virginia tonight, they're more than likely not in the tournament. North Carolina, one of the top three programs of all time. I just think we need to pump the brakes a little bit. That's all. I'm disappointed. You know me, Zach. You know how I'm wired. I'm, I'm mad because I, I got so excited with 16 seconds left. They got my hopes up and then just ripped my heart out. But it, I mean, it felt like it. I mean, I was texting yeah. you. I was texting you and Clay with a few minutes. I'm like, we're going to win this game. We're going to win yeah. this game. And it just, it just didn't happen. You felt like something special was going to happen. Momentum changed. And you're like, wow, this is pretty impressive. So, oh, you know, this reminded me a lot of like the West Virginia game where Auburn came all the way back from 15 again and took a one point lead late in that game and then got beat. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, we will be live next after Selection Sunday. So we will uh, be sitting on ready as soon as Auburn's seating is revealed. We're going to hop on it and uh, talk about the matchup and what their path to the Sweet 16 potentially looks like. So that should be a lot of fun. I believe the Selection Show starts at 6, Daryl. So depending on when Auburn's seating is announced is when we'll go live. So it could be 15 minutes after. It could be like 45 minutes. I think it goes for a full hour. So... Just whenever, whenever it's announced, you guys come find us. We'll, uh, we'll yeah, be it'll be a fun, we'll be it'll be a fun, fun show. And the people in the chat again tonight, thank you for jumping in. And all your comments are yes, very much respected. But during this selection Sunday, very much participation from our viewers, right in this live chat, because there's going to be a lot of fun things to talk about with brackets and pathways and that kind of thing. Yes, and another fun thing to talk about: Henry Service Company once again making all of this possible. Obviously through the regular season, but now through the postseason. So thank you so much to the folks at Henry Service Company. If you need help with anything, whether it's recovering from this game, whether it's the electrical uh, in your home or business, plumbing, HVAC, doesn't matter what it is, they've got you covered. Give them a call if you're in the Montgomery Tri-County area. 334-288-2700. Alabama license number 00021. Daryl Dapperich, how can people find you, hear you, love you, all that stuff? DAP 6410 there at the bottom is my Twitter handle. Uh, obviously, we'll be back on Sunday. Monday mornings, Ben Taylor, 710 on Auburn Over Like this morning, and then later on that afternoon at 135 on the Max Roundtable. Find all my written work at auburndaily.com, and we will see you Selection Sunday. This has been Locked on Auburn. NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.